Welcome to Season 2 with Dr. Annette West. This show is coming to you from a holistic and faith-based view, sharing varied topics, occasional interviews, and discussions. The purpose of this show is to help us to build up our mind, our body, and our spirit. I want to give a shout out to Dr. Sax Love for allowing this show use of his jazz instrumental, Funk Jazz. Now, let's get started with Dr. Annette West's topic for today. Well, hello everyone, Dr. West here. Um, holistic wellness um, coach. I am again excited because we have another interview this week. And you're like, whoop, another interview? Yes. And I'm excited that we are going to be interviewing on today, Andrea Marino. Welcome, Andrea. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. West, for having me. I'm excited. Um, I, I was reading your little bio and you kind of sound like me, a very passionate person. And I love that, you know, it's like the news of the Lord is the most important thing. And um, I, I saw that you've been journaling since you were a young teen. That's that's exciting. I didn't even think about writing when I was, you know, when I was a teen, when I was a teen. Um, so why don't you um, share with us a little bit about you so that we can get Get to uh, to know you. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I feel that, um, well, I believe I came from a background of feeling like a, a broken woman. Uh, it's why I, I guess God had laid on my heart to write this book about a, a woman who is broken. Um, I believe we live in a broken world and these things happen to us. But when you're young, you don't understand what's going on. You you may have been raised in in a church a, a church or a home that will teach you about the Lord. Um, I mean, as a as a young girl, I knew there was God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. But I thought they were all different. I didn't even forget about the Holy Spirit. It was like, who is God and who is Jesus? So I would pray one night to Jesus and another night to God. So there was a lot of confusion. And and I think that uh, the spiritual battle, I have to say, has really manifested itself since I was as long as, uh, as far back as I can remember. And and so this, this brokenness kind of like just built up 
in my life and I was very fearful, you know, when things started to come out about me. I mean, I remember driving on the road one day and thinking, gosh, is, is anybody going to see me? I mean, I felt that invisible. I felt wow. like I had, for various reasons, uh, thrown away my life. Um, you know, of course, looking back now, it was all in preparation of what God wanted to show me about myself and and i and i think there is a very interesting um piece in romans eight eighteen. it speaks about our present suffering um and the glory to be revealed you know verse 20 says that um god allows his people to be subjected to futility to frustration uh so that we would find our truest and greatest need of him. Amen. And I think that that's beautiful. It's what, it's what it was. It's what builds us up and it, and it makes us strong. So um, your book is called the hobble from I to Bethel. Why, yes. why that title? What is it about that title? Uh, the hobble was designed uh, to be something of the unseen world being revealed. Mm. And, you know, I, I, you know, I never intended to write such a book. I wrote, the book originally was uh, My Forever Beloved. And, you know, when I, at the end I said, I, I don't like that title, you know. And then all of a sudden God just laid it on my heart, the hobble. And the uh, people question, what is I? mean well there is a story in in the bible about the land of i and it it winds up to be a land of ruination didn't start out that way uh, i actually uh defeated the israelites but when joshua found that the, why they this little I army uh, defeated them. God revealed that they had disobeyed through a man mm -hmm. named Achan. I go okay. into the to the you know the story in the book, but I think it's interesting that after that, you know, of course they they stoned Achan, Achan and his family to death, which I, we don't like to hear that. But when they realized that they were disobedient to the Lord, they went back in to I and they left it in a heap of rubble. And so I think it's, the Bible does make it clear of my research is that that land is still like an ash heap. So I, I kind of think that that's where we wind up. I mean, not in the beginning, maybe our lives go very well. Um, but eventually, you know, if God has his say in our lives, and he never leaves anyone, you know, as is uh, in their sin. When we realize that we are really down and out. We, you, you were in an ash heap, which mm. my character finds herself in. And of course, the depiction of her hobble. So tell, is, so tell us who, tell us who your characters are. Who are the main characters in this book? The main character is uh, Electa, and I took her from, her name came to me from Second John in the first chapter, uh, that John is addressing this elect lady of God and her children. And, you know, interestingly enough, Electa has a, I, after the fact, I, I researched the name Electa, and she was a, a woman who was martyred for God. But I, that was just on, wow, you know, for me. But, um, so I, I kind of like... God designed her uh, in the sense that she could be any one of us. 
um, and and in our sense of our need for God and the sin that is uh, wrong. And so what happens is, of course, Electa's life winds up in an ash heap because everything she's wanted, she's a dancer, and she fell over a stone which is representative of the stone that we often stumble over, and mm. that's Jesus Christ. And of course, mm. there's parables in there. Okay. Uh, and so that's where she came from. And, and of course, Elijah, in the last days, the Bible talks about the, the voice of Elijah coming. He never died. And so we are somehow going to be guided by this, this last day voice of Elijah. And that was already in play, uh, you know, that he was her best friend. And he's actually very passionate about God. And that's where the comedy kind of comes in that, you know, trying to get somebody saved. Okay. And, 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 um, I've not read the whole book because it's a long book <laughs> and I've been reviewing, <laughs> I've been reviewing many books, but I was still able to glean some really, really great points. And I like the, the, the dialogue between the characters is very easy to follow. Um, you know, they're talking about church life, you know, they're talking about yes, things yes. that they see and they're sharing their per perspectives, you know, and, and as I was looking through your book, um, there was a point where the characters were talking and one of them says, you know, um, you know, don't be intimidated about about speaking truth. Yes, 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 yes. Well, that that happens. I mean, we do become intimidated from from speaking, but we have to know how to speak to someone. I, I didn't know that right off the bat. And when I was first saved, I was just, you need God, you need the Lord. And I would be very passionate in, 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 and, and the whole thing is, and, and it's kind of uh, funny is that, you know, the Holy Spirit is the only one who can convict a person of sin. And, you know, Oswald Chambers puts it very clearly, and I use this in the book, uh, when we try to get someone saved, we could be, we could pound away only to be talking to a chair. Hmm. And I think that was so profound and funny to me when I read it, because I think if, when we get a handle on on just living as Jesus would have us live, and, and the basis of that, of course, is to love even our enemies, uh, even the unlovable, which is very hard. When we do that, then then that love is what reaches the heart of another human being, and 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 our actions in love. And then and then God takes over. I mean, He's the one to convict a person of their need of Him, right? Yeah, that's good. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's that's real good. And. And I think, you know, we have to stand for, we have to learn how to stand for truth. That's all we can do. It's not our responsibility to make anybody do anything, but we stand and we speak, we speak life is what we do. And another thing in respect to speaking life, um, um, as I was looking through, um, and I could relate this to myself and, um, you mentioned, or in the book, they were talk, they were dialoguing and, um, all of us go through things in life. So nobody is immune from issues arising. Um, right. And what do we do and how do we do it? And I, I saw a point where it said, when life tries to wear you down, and we know that sometimes it will, yes. your answer, the answer in the book was, praise the Lord. Yes. Yes. And how many times do I forget that? You know, it's like, you know, there's one person, uh, you know, Jah, who represents the Lord coming 
and that's an interesting way how I came across his name. I don't know if, if you want me to take the time to explain that. Um, but anyway, his name is Ja, and he comes to my character, Electa, and, and he tells her, you, you know, we you cannot focus on the things that you see. And I think that is just the human inclination to do that. It's like something happens like, oh, you know, and when we right away default into what we see and, you know, and, and then, of course, we start to live if we don't get our perspective and start praising God, uh, which which makes the enemy flee. When we do that, then we can calm down, put things into perspective that God is in control and and that uh, maybe I just need I need to I need to be with you, Lord, alone, you know, and 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 just to find that peace and that direction. Where he's not going to direct someone who's in a who's in a chaotic situation that that self induced chaos that's unnecessary. So, so we so we create many unnecessary issues and situations from our for ourselves. Then, <laughs> yeah, based on based on what happens to us, and like you know, you just said that life. You know, living in a broken world, we're going to have stuff happen to us. Jesus said, you're going to have trials and tribulations, you know. But how do we, you know, how do we be of good cheer because he has overcome the world? We do mm. have to start praising him in the middle of the crisis. And, you know, I mean, I've gone through many, many spiritual battles. And the the way, you know, I would listen, you know, I could hear, that's why I wrote, the book because I, I actually could hear uh, or discern a voice of the enemy filling my head with things. And God had a, you know, I mean, that's a whole other thing to begin with. Um, but I had to get away from that and not understand, and, and to understand that he, the devil will put thoughts in your head. And they are based on but the the crises that we're we're of, you know, falling into. And, but God is greater. I mean, it's just an amazing walk when we just kind of learn how to let go of what we see and what's happening and just trust God. Amen. And and, and I think that's that's so beautiful. We have to learn how to trust God. And I know for me, trusting God came from developing a right relationship with him. The more time I invested in my relationship with him, the more I trust him. That's true. That is true. That is so true. Yep. Yep. And God will always give you some winks along the way when I remember being in a very deep and dark uh, battle. Uh, Actually, my husband was leaving me. And, you know, I heard very loud and clear talk about the voice of the enemy, but God's voice is also there. I heard it was, I could almost describe it as uh, audible. And I was driving and I heard, trust me. And then, I don't know, maybe a week later, I was giving into despair. My body was shaking. I didn't know what was going to happen. And I turned, and there was a a campaign going on, a political campaign. And I turned at at a red light, and I saw Andrea Trust. It was the, the woman, the candidate's name. But I heard in my head, Andrea trust and I was like whoa (laughs) lord and that's the kind of stuff that God wants to do in our lives to to bring us over you know and 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 my husband has we are back together and we've married almost 
almost 49 years now. And mm, you know what? We, we have learned so much through that tragedy that almost took place. And, and it's like you stand back and you say, God, you are amazing. You can do anything. And that is so true. When we had that, there comes that trust again, right? To know that he yes. really, that he really is the only one that can do all things and do all things right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But he's given us the ability to partner with him in prayer. And I think, Amen. you know, yeah. instead of worrying, we need to start praying about things and we start to see this marvelous, uh, this, un- this other world opening up to us. And, and, and that's what I hoped to have happen in 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 the book uh the hobble uh and so that that's it she goes from uh ruins to the house of god <laughs> you know and it's like i i just find that's my walk i didn't i wasn't a dancer uh, i didn't have those issues but the brokenness i think is so relatable um you know my book had a criticism that it wasn't a very revelatory parable and i thought well you know well who wants to read a book about the fact that we have sin but what is more important than for us to recognize that we have sin that only god can take away and and i think that if you've missed that you've missed you've missed out on eternal life because you cannot get to heaven without Jesus's atoning blood having taken away your sin. I mean, uh, so, so be it. You know what? If my, if my life and my story and my book is about the urgency of recognizing the sin and the enemy that is after us, then, you know, I, I can't think of anything more important. And that's why my passion is for the lost because you know too many you well, isn't, know, are isn't on, that what uh, isn't yeah. that what we are called to do isn't that what um the great commission is about uh, yes. uh, you know yes. so it's like how can you not talk about jesus <laughs> how how can you not yeah. try to yeah. persuade and redirect yes. people back to jesus it, it's it's impossible not to do that if you truly have a right relationship with the lord and i, I like how you you know you were talking about um you know, a great point in the book is God's salvation message through Jesus Christ. It's the most important thing that not just us, but every person is in need of. Yes, yes, yes. And that's why, she, you know, she could be everything. You know, it's it's like, it, it, you know, again, it goes back to that verse of the things that happen in our lives. You know, we get, we get this feeling that something, you know, I... We've lost something. Uh, Paradise lost, you know, and it has been. And, you know, God is so wonderful. He put eternity in every heart. So we have this longing. We, we, you know, we, we look for it in the world. We all start out. We want the cars and the houses, and we still want these things. But, you know, when you, when you start to walk with the Lord for some time, you start to realize that let me seek first the kingdom because God's going to give me the desires, you know, these earthly desires that I have. He's going to supply my need. You know, I may never live in a mansion here, but guess what? We have a mansion waiting for us that no eye has seen and no ear has heard of. I mean, and isn't the greatest thing? Isn't the greatest thing that our needs are met? And yes. to me, when my needs are met, 
When overflow hits, what do I have? Now I have more that I can bless other people with. Not more to store, not more to store up, not more to get a bigger house or a fancier car, but more to be able to bless other people. Because as the Lord has blessed me, I want to be a blessing to someone else. That's something I always tell people. I've been blessed to be a blessing. Yes, yes, yes. And who, wow, his blessing is like so, is more than sufficient. Is more than sufficient. I mean, it, it, it's hard to, to live the everyday life. We, there's frustrations, there's the enemy. And you know, uh, David Wilkerson said it beautifully. He said, you know, Christians are being targeted, whereas unbelievers are not. He said, if you're already underwater, a raindrop cannot touch you, you know, and these people, I, I, I don't know. I look at people who are lost and I say, Oh my gosh, they could perish. Let me just at least pray for them, you know, and, and, and God does great things through our prayers. And, 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 you know, if we ask him for the things that, that his heart desires, then we can, we can rest assured that he's going to work these things out in someone else's life. Yes. Yes. And this, this kind of um made me think about uh, the point on, you know, there's so much going on around us, seen and unseen. And so there's a consistent spiritual battle. That's what the Bible tells us. There's a consistent yes. spiritual battle. And it doesn't affect just saved people. It affects unsaved people. We just may not be able to see it, maybe because we're looking from a different lens. But the thing is, uh-huh. it affects all of us. So how do we learn to be strong? In, in the midst of that, and, I, and one of the things I, I was looking in your book, and it, it um, there was a dialogue. You had many dialogues going in there <laughs> with the characters. Yes, and, yes. Um, and the words where you are defeated due to your disobedience. Yes. You are defeated yes. due to your disobedience. So even though there's a spiritual battle going on, and it is real, there are still some things that we can do in alignment with God's truth that would help us to walk in obedience and not disobedience. And therefore, when we start to walk in obedience, then we have a mind of, of victory and not a mind of defeat, no matter what we're going through. Speak to that real quick. Yes. Well, uh, you know, Romans seven addresses, uh, you know, when we become a Christian, uh, or even if, you know, a lot of unsafe people are very nice and good people. Sure. And, and it's like, the thing is, we've got this, I call it a glitch in the book. Uh, you know, it's, it's like what we, what we know to do is right. We don't do. And what we know to do, what we don't want to do, we do, and then what we know to do, we don't do, and so there's this problem. Paul says it's sin, you know, and it really is. We're born with a glitch of sin, a hell bent side toward God, and God in the Bible says He's not going to lodge with evil. Mm-hmm. I think these are like very profound statements that we see in you know in light of of how we're born. I mean, God has made all of us good. I've had a, I had a, almost a debate on this at a Bible study once with my sisters, and they were saying, but we've, we've got this sin, and yes, but God created us in his image, and we are therefore created good, so God doesn't make mistakes. Mm -hmm. It's us with this glitch, 
You know, and the whole thing boils down to um, obedience. Are we going to uh, be obedient and show that his laws have been written upon our hearts? Um, you know, because that's what he looks at. You know, and so the things we we don't do that are right, um, you know, we struggle with them, and and that's where God wants to help. And you know, there's another verse that says, "God knows what man is made of." Oh, thank mm. God he knows because he created you know, we're us. all a mess. <laughs> he yeah, did, we're, he, all, we're he, all a mess. But the whole thing is, is you know, that whole robot uh, syndrome. He doesn't want, God does not want us to be robots. He could have programmed us that way. I heard my nephew, even as an adult, say, well, why didn't he just, you know, not put that tree there and all this stuff and, and make us love him? It, that's not love. I mean, John tells Electa in the story, love isn't love without a choice. Right. That's good. Love is not love without a choice. I like that. I, I really so like book that. With her is that she's, uh, there's a dual love story going on. She falls in love with Jesus. And I think this intimate Christ that we come to know, he, he's very intimate, but it's, it's a pure, uh, divine intimacy that we have with him. Um, and, and, and I think that's beautiful. And I think if people had this relationship and it does happen as we seek him more, you know, he becomes more than our friend, more than our savior. He becomes our lover and it's the love, the agape love that he pours into us. And as you pointed out, we pour out to others. It comes more natural as we uh, increase in our knowledge of who God is through Jesus Christ. Yes, yes. And and another thing um, that I saw, and, and I love this great point, is they're having these dialogues about life and what they see going on and how people are behaving in the church and outside of the church. And, and they're talking back and forth. And um, one of your characters says, um, but don't be churchy, you know, like, but, but don't <laughs> yeah. but don't be don't be churchy with quote. Um, shout nots. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of times, like you know, uh, we were we were discussing earlier. Um, we want to tell people you shouldn't be doing this and you shouldn't be doing that. And how does the world look at us when we're doing? Sometimes we don't do the right thing, and we've all done the the wrong things in front of other people, and and our lives are to be. Uh, you know, it could be the only Jesus that people see. That's right. Um, that's right. But that's, you know, it's not. It's about us and people understanding that we we all share that same boat of brokenness, and Christians are no different, and we're all in a different walk uh, with the Lord. You know, in in a time frame and what we're understanding, and so there's such depth. Uh, to knowing, you know, and, and what the Bible, what the, what the disciples, um, we read about, uh, how they connected to the Lord. And wow. Can you imagine living? I mean, I, I look forward to living with Jesus, you know, one day, but they did, you know, and that's just, it's amazing how much that God wants to pour that out in our lives, the everyday things. I mean, I, I yes. walk into stores and I'm like, Lord, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you, know, I heard a, uh, you know, my pastor one time, a long, long time ago, he said to trust God for everything. You know, don't go asking Jesus, which tie you should put on. I laugh and I'm like, you know what? I've, I've gotten to that point. Sometimes I'm in a hurry. And I'm like, Lord, 
what dress do I put on? You know, and it, it, you know, I think it's just that that intimacy that comes out. It's like, well, Lord, help me here. You know, He wants, He loves to be part of our lives. Yes, yes, yes. And I think you know it's so important. The Lord gave me gave me this um this 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 sentence over twenty five years ago, and I share it with people all the time. I've done workshops on it, seminars, you name, whatever, whatever. And it just says, we are called to be the visible manifestation of his invisible presence. Amen. That's beautifully said. And and if, if we can do that, God will be well pleased. And so your book, The Hobble from I to Bethel, it really depicts that where these characters are really beginning to understand. And I always like that there's two sides to every, you you know, like there's two dialogues and you're looking at it. One person is looking at it one way and the other person say, but Hey, think about this, you know, and that's what, and that's what we have to do so that we can be rational in our thinking and our engagement with others. And so I told you this was our time was going to go by fast, Andrea. And so what I want you, what I want you to do, Andrea, I want you to um, let the listeners know how they can follow you, get in touch with you, how they can get your book and um, share, you know, a a few other little quick thoughts, maybe for a minute. All right. Um, Well, I do have a Facebook page that I've launched uh, and that is called uh, In the Way Everlasting. Um, I do have a website that I I just kind of like preach into the air because I don't know who visits. So that's hobbletobethel.com. But I wanted to point out that uh, because of some of the things that reviewers came back with, uh, such as typos, you know, in the book, I, I am in the process of getting, um, I have relieved Westbow Press of um, their help. And I am in the process of putting out a, a third revised edition. And so I don't believe that's coming out until the end of August sometime. And and so you can buy the book on Amazon uh, if you wish. I did get a review saying that even with the typos and the dialogue, um, you know, that it was worth the read. And so I leave it up to uh, your audience. But mm-hmm. um, Well, I appreciate you being transparent on that. And, and I don't know anybody who's written a book and didn't have something that they, um, you know, didn't have to go back and change. Um that's why I so enjoy um, self-publishing because I can go in and make my own changes as I need them and I don't have to wait on anybody. But I want to thank you again, Andrea, for being on um, the podcast, Dr. Annette West Speaks. Um, and I look forward and hope we have the opportunity to engage again in the near future because I feel like we didn't even cover the surface on your book. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. I would love that opportunity because I love... I love people and I want them to find the Lord. Amen. And so do I. Thank you so much, Andrea. And thank you, Dr. West. You have a. As we close, I want to thank you for tuning in. If you have not subscribed to this podcast on Apple iTunes or your favorite platform, 
please do so today. Share a comment and give a five-star rating. Join my mailing list at Dr. Annette West Ministries at gmail.com. Also, purchase a copy of my newest book, Holistic Wellness, Mind, Body, Spirit, on Amazon or at Dr. Annette westministries.org webpage keep tuning in every week i guarantee you will be blessed